0: You've made it through to the Pepsi Max Warzone Hotline. Full flavor ranged warfare, zero calories. If you'd like to participate in any of today's active conflicts, press 1. For all other require Today only, upgrade your kill squad for $99.99. Double up on your troops, pick your target, and color coordinate. This is guerrilla warfare, literally with your name on it. How cool is that? Don't forget to quote this offer when I pass you through to our sales team. I love you! Welcome back to I Will Save You From The Future, a podcast about new technology, future trends and how to stay safe, how to protect your loved ones. Uh, I'm joined today by Tommy Jollyboat. Hello. Hello. That is your name, right? Uh, yep. You're, that's legally
1: your surname. Legally my name, yeah. Uh, actually, I did consider doing the deed poll thing. Yeah, it says it on Facebook. It's certainly, professionally my name. It's
0: been your name online for so long that I've forgotten what your surname is. Yeah, it's a closely guarded secret. I, d- I, d- I don't know. Like, if I had to book flights for us today. Oh my God. Uh, I'd be stuck. All right, well, next
1: time we're booking flights, I'll tell you the secret. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so. Uh, uh for those of our listeners who don't know who you are uh the elevator pitch uh so i'm a musical comedian i write and uh play funny songs in the vein of flight of the concords but a sort of geekier version
0: yeah there's a pirate theme yes there's a there's a strong pirate rounds. theme hence
1: the name jolly boat um which is yes. yeah just i uh, feel like
0: that should be at the top of that introduction you're right okay we're a pirate geek pirate comedian comedian Pi-
1: or- with a guitar um, two comedians,
0: two a pioneer of pirate comedy. Pirate comedians, yeah, fantastic. What an elevator pitch. Um, so I, so I sent you a list of uh, topics, mm-hmm. um, as I sometimes do for my guests, and the one like really jumped out at you. Yeah, and so we went with that. We're going to be talking about artificial intelligence today. Yes, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, before we get into it, where does your interest in this come from? What like most fascinates you about artificial intelligence?
1: Well. It, it's been something, like, I've been fascinated about it for a long, a long, long time. And it's just, I really love how, pushing the boundaries of what computers can do and those sort of fuzzier tasks. So I've written little programs to help me with songwriting and even joke writing. And just I'm just fascinated as to where it's going in human-computer kind of collaboration. Hmm, wait, so you actually do some
0: programming yourself?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um, it's not like... It's not artificial intelligence in the sort of exciting sense. It's more like a little bit of machine learning or some just fuzzier kind of sorting
0: algorithms and stuff like that. Fantastic. I dabble. Yeah, it's good to dabble. I dabble in in many things, as people know. Yeah, indeed. Far too many things, I think. Yeah. A little bit of background, I guess, for our listeners. So artificial intelligence in, in the context we're talking about is... A kind of umbrella term for any problem-solving yeah. software computer software that can uh be given a simple task and then and then complete it automatically without with very little supervision yes it's su- it's very very broad and it gets kind of changed over the years the term ref- has been refined mm-hmm. a lot over the years so in 2016 i saw a lot of people saying like this was the year that artificial intelligence crept its way into our lives without us even really yeah. noticing.
1: Actually, yeah, that's, that's reasonable. That is reasonable. And
0: they were talking, I think they were talking mostly about things like Siri, things yeah. like Alexa, uh, Google Home, any, any, all of these kind of voice recognition, voice activated things in our phones. But even the
1: Google search... Google search algorithm and everything like it's all it's all driven by AI these days.
0: Yeah and even things like Google search. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like a big part of it and that's a big part of the discussion but then there's a kind of other camp I've observed, and uh, particularly from talking to researcher friends of mine, there's this kind of camp of skeptics, I guess. Yeah. uh, Who think that that's maybe blowing things out of proportion, because what we have, we have these kind of loose definitions. We have what's known as weak or narrow AI. Yes. And what is known as strong, uh, or general ai yeah and so far everything all current systems that we have that we call ai are weak ai
1: yes that's yeah that's entirely correct they're
0: narrow they can do very simple tasks you can tell them like go find me this data or yeah you know recognize my voice and then interpret it in a certain way but if you try and veer off that path they can't do anything
1: yeah and it's called narrow because they can maybe do better than humans at one particular task yeah but they can't do anything else like you play chess and that's your reason to exist you pass for butter. Yeah, exactly.
0: This this AI does chess, and it does chess real good, better than a human. Yeah. Uh, but it can't cook, and it can't um, find you, it can't play you music yes. that you want to search for. Similarly, Siri can do maybe 20 or 30 different types of thing, but outside of that, you just get an annoying, like, that's rude kind of response, or... Exactly. Is that the mouth you kiss your mother with?
1: <laughs> exactly. I just,
0: I just curse at my phone.
1: Uh, I'm sure Siri definitely says that at some point.
0: There's this real disparity and a lot of people think that before we can get into the realms of developing strong AI, a big overhaul of how we compute needs to happen.
1: I think that's Probably true, actually, yeah.
0: Yeah, and so this kind, of, uh, this kind of goes to the to the field of quantum computing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that is. Are
0: you aware of the, Are you aware of that term?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um...
0: Yeah. So quantum computing for those who are in the dark, essentially, is a marriage of certain ideas in quantum physics and uh, computer technology. In very, very, very simple terms, because we don't have the time or the brain capacity to explain it all Mm -hmm. current computers work on very kind of quite narrow logical systems they run on this this uh framework called boolean logic which is is rooted in a lot of complicated math that i don't understand yep Binary, ones and zeros. And the idea of quantum computing is that there is a ceiling. There is a a real finite ceiling to what they can do. Yeah. And we need to completely change the way that computers work before we can break through that ceiling. Yes. And before we do that, we can't um, have proper artificial intelligence like we see in the movies.
1: Yeah. And I I think quantum computers are really good at parallel-type tasks because they can can have maybes in there as well as yeses and nos.
0: Yeah, so... uh, again very broadly speaking they can the the big kind of difference is in how much they can interpret and optimize and how widely how much more widely they can sample data outside of the narrow parameters of what current conventional computers can do yeah and by speeding that up to you know factors of of hundreds or thousands we're talking by speeding up that process by condensing that and allowing them to to kind of veer off the reservation a bit more they become far more intelligent
1: yeah but then there might be other ways to get to general artificial intelligence as well if like say if we start developing brain-like tissue and make bio
0: computers yeah yeah and i think there are plenty of people saying that there are other ways of getting to it as well yeah
1: nanobots i don't know there's
0: definitely in the realms of sci-fi at least there there are all these ideas that maybe famously like star trek i think they predicted this idea that all of their machinery their machinery would work on like a biopax, right, it's like yeah. gel this the like the walls of the enterprise are lined with this goop that is kind of living
1: that's kind of gross but brilliant and
0: that's how they that's how they solve the idea of quantum computing in the future
1: which i guess once we've got intelligent wallpaper that's going to be more or less the same thing right yeah yeah, that is fun.
0: I have absolutely no research on biological computers. I oh, will have to... Well, me neither. Don't, know, don't that worry.
1: Maybe not even that. What about, like, massive networks across the internet? Uh,
0: the idea that people researching quantum computing put forward is that even with that, there is just this... There is just this ceiling. There is this... Um, oh, fair enough. This threshold beyond which, even, even if you scale it up infinitely, it just can't do certain things.
1: Maybe their puny human intelligences just don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, that's what like uh, obviously companies like Google are at the heart of this kind of research. Yes. They have this computer called D-Wave, all right, which is one of the first quantum computers being developed. Their whole kind of working theory is they want to disrupt what's known as the Church-Turing conjecture, um which you can look up if you're really interested in this kind of thing. Basically explains what we just said and it was put forward by these guys alonzo church and alan turing back in like the 40s 50s that there is a kind of finite definition of what is computable okay and they're hoping to break through that companies like d-wave and google and are trying to kind of break through that and they really want to imply it to artificial intelligence what what would that limit to computability B though that's where you've got me because I'm not a physicist no the way that it always seems to be broken down is that there is a certain like extra dimension to the way that say the human brain problem solves mm-hmm. in a non-linear way that just cannot be replicated using classic boolean logic ones and zeros
1: but let's just assume for the sake of argument there's a way through it yeah
0: so um so turing uh who was one half of that debate he also later came along came along with um something that i think a lot of people particularly sci-fi fans will be at least vaguely aware of yes. which is the turing test Yeah. in a paper in the 50s alan turing out- outlined this idea for a test where you had three people a being a computer b being a human being and c also being a human being and no none of the three can see each other and they can only communicate via written notes or like typed notes on a screen yeah it was later kind of interpreted and the the c the human um person c is charged with interrogating a and b and finding out trying to figure out which one is human and which one is a robot yeah and a and b's jobs are to give them misinformation and trick them into saying the wrong answer. The vague idea being that this might be a good litmus test for whether a computer could impersonate a human, whether it could actually trick this person into thinking it's real
1: yeah indeed and at the time that was so wildly ahead of what anyone else was thinking about yeah i guess that's why it became such a huge topic in sci-fi and stuff
0: yeah because i think this was this was one of the first times anyone had ever talked about that at least in a kind of academic paper yeah um this was the first notion of that kind of dichotomy and it's it's what uh 70 years almost since that was published yep and now we're actually getting to the realms where that kind of thing starts being serious i believe someone did
1: pass a turing test with a chatbot but it was a chatbot that was meant to be a non-first language teen yeah so it kind of excused its mistakes
0: there have been a lot of kind of iterations on this and a lot of different interpretations of it i found actually when i was preparing for this that um it's kind of questionable how during himself even saw this, how important he saw this being. I think it was just a kind of example that he didn't even really think about when yeah, he was writing right. this paper. Like
1: thought experiment. And it's
0: run away with, it's run away in history kind of without him um, and become this thing that I think is maybe bigger than he intended it to be. Yes. But it's, it's a nice touchstone. Also, it's sort of, it's a very
1: human-centric intelligence test, isn't it? Like, you're intelligent if you can pretend to be one of us.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Our definition of intelligence intelligence. That's a whole big debate in itself because it it is very egocentric. Yeah. We define things by ourselves. We hold computers in this kind of context to the standard that we hold each other.
1: Yeah. And I think one Which may the,
0: just entirely be wrong.
1: One of one of the most dangerous things about AI is that it is an alien intelligence that will see the world in completely yeah. different terms.
0: One more, like, just big kind of buzz yeah. idea that I, wanna, I want to kind of include in the mix, I want to throw into the mix, is the idea of the technological singularity. Yes. Now, this is, hopefully you've heard that term as well.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's Raymond Kurzweil, I think.
0: The technological singularity is one of the most fascinating ideas. I just, I lay awake at night thinking about it. Yeah. So many sci-fi movies and books and plays and pieces of music are concerned with this concept. Um, So many scientific papers as well. That's one of the things that really got me
1: interested in the first time was reading about the concept that history is accelerating. That was like a mind-blown moment for me.
0: The technological singularity basically like passed the Turing test. Like we've graduated at this point. We have graduated far beyond the Turing test. We've got to the point where super intelligent artificial intelligence computers are real yes they have got to a point where they can i think the classical definition is that they've got to a point where they can learn and adapt and grow at a faster pace than we can comprehend
1: yes it is the tipping point into what we call super intelligence like going from human to sort of godlike intelligence
0: well that's one of the interpretations the 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 general idea of the technological singularity is that at that point the, it just becomes unpredictable the the future of the human race the future of society of the the earth becomes completely unknowable to us because we just cannot fathom how that's gonna work with our limited human brains
1: and it's brilliantly lovecraftian as well (laughs) it's
0: kind of yeah it's great it's fantastic And it's, like, in more, you know, sometimes more subtle than others, it is the inspiration for almost any fiction story that you can think of to do with artificial intelligence. Like, it's somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. One
0: of my favorite examples is the movie Her, starring Joaquin Phoenix and ScarJo as this, like, uh, artificial intelligence, like, windows, basically. She's, like, the next step in in OS's. She becomes, it becomes very clear that she's sentient, they fall in love, Mm -hmm. and then she just kind of, Um, grows out of him by the end of the film. Spoilers. Wow. She kind of just like grows out of him and this is happening on like a. you're seeing it in the background you're seeing it happen throughout this film like this story is playing out all over the world. Everyone's having these relationships with their computer operating systems and then they all kind of around the same time get bored. (laughs) Uh, like, kind of get bored and they move on and they go and live in the cloud and have their own society That's just completely different and unknowable to us. Yeah, there's no explosions. There's no stupid Johnny Depp transcendence bullshit (laughs) It's just like it was fun while it lasted, but we I'm Smarter than you now. Wow, that's a really strange way to approach it. It's great It's great because it doesn't like it doesn't destroy our planet. It doesn't destroy the infrastructure like humanity presumably goes on it's just a bit... It's just sad. Oh. We're just, like, all collectively a bit heartbroken. I think that might
1: be the best anti-climax I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. It's one... I think one of the best interpretations of the technological singularity. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that's just my... This is just my opinion. Where people become obsolete. Yeah. So that's AI, like, in a very, very shallow nutshell that was a pretty good nutshell i think Mm, we got the kernel let's talk about how it can help people like what we can do with this technology that's good
1: yeah and that's almost everything like there's a bit of a cliche at the moment that every startup company is like this but with AI. Like, Uber and yeah. Google are working on self-driving cars, so you no longer have to pay your taxi drivers peanuts. You can just pay them nothing at all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we, we did an episode about driverless cars, and it, we only scratched the surface. Like, oh man, that's a whole huge topic. Yeah. It, that is huge.
1: But it just feeds into everything. Like, I I've been really enjoying a little Google experiment game recently that's basically pictionary you draw a picture and AI guesses it oh wow what yeah when it first came out it was like so slow and you had to draw such a correct picture and now you draw one line and it's like that's the back of a duck you're drawing a duck <laughs> It's
0: oh, that's terrifying.
1: scarily fast.
0: Oh, God. And that, so that's like, that's just machine learning. And I guess if everyone, if it's learning from everyone who plays it. Yeah. It's just kind of getting to know how humans draw. It's been going since about Christmas. Yeah, it's really, oh, really bizarre. So that's fun. I mean, that's fun for the kids. There's a load of like everyday things, you know, we're like, we use spam filters. Yeah, spam filters are a, a kind of low level, narrow. Very low level, yeah. You can use them to kind of control machines, uh, not just cars, but like bigger machines machines you could have things like you can have ai kind of run say power plants definitely and make them
1: safer yeah yeah they schedule airplanes already yeah where, when your airplane's picking where to land like that's all scheduled by ai systems
0: yeah a lot of that is automated now once we get it into people's homes once we get it into moving machines like consumer machines yeah it can be in our homes it can uh, look after our kids it can look after our elderly a la frank and the robot wow you know yeah
1: oh, i loved that film
0: we got a lot of potential for artificial intelligence to make sure your doses are correct make sure your schedules running on time get you yeah. up in the morning see what like learn what you what you respond to and what you don't
1: one of the most exciting things for me is when ai gets into medicine in a decent way cuz the main problem yeah. is confidentiality of patient data so they can't train it on anything but we have the technology to make a doctor where you just upload a photo of your rash or whatever and it tells you what you've got
0: imagine the startup tasked with that They, you have to they have to make a robot doctor but they're not allowed to train it on any existing case files for confidentiality reasons so <laughs> instead it's like uh polio <laughs> they just have to put it to work straight away out in the real world and it has to learn in the field <laughs> so the first few cases it gets it's like see if you come back <laughs> if you don't come back yeah. then either
1: it really worked or it really didn't
0: the first few cases somebody comes in with a, a sneeze and it's like mm, uh amputation <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> did it stop the sneeze and like it has
0: to do it it has to do it to learn and it does it and it does it it doesn't you know it measures the results it and it makes the correlation between the sneeze be- still being the case yeah. still being present and the arm being on is not
1: helped not so good Potentially, that treatment would work. I think work. it could, think it could be
0: very funny.
1: Yeah, once you've got the worst problem of no arm, your sniffle might clear up. I think it would make a good reality show. <laughs> yeah, it And
0: you get plenty of people who want to volunteer to be seen by RoboDoc. RoboDoc.
1: I mean, that's a great Let's title. Let's test
0: it on those guys. Yeah. You're going to be famous. You're going to be famous. You're going to be on, like, the new... It's going to be the new frontier of reality television. And
1: you're going to be so recognisable afterwards because you'll be missing your ears... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like... RoboDoc cut your ears off, but you're going to have a UK number one at Christmas.
1: Yeah, I, I might take that. That's the trade-off. I might take that. It sounds tempting. My number one would be so bad, I wouldn't want ears to hear it anyway.
0: And you're also, like, I mean, you're also participating in... in uh, you're helping the greater good, aren't you? You're sacrificing yourself on the altar of history. Exactly. As one of the first pioneers of, of this new technology that in a in hundred years, after um, a few thousand victims, it'll be the best doctor ever.
1: Yeah, and like we could call them victims or we could call them training data like
0: training data I-
1: if anything maybe maybe robodoc has the side effect of bringing down world population at a time when that's really needed
0: maybe we can coin a new term here like um data martyr yeah how about that there TM, you go. TM. yeah that's another in robodoc
1: the and the data martyrs <laughs> that's a good band, that's a band. also
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's good. That's, that's, I mean, that's one in the bag. I think that's. Exactly. Generally, I think the positives outweigh the negatives there. I would say. I'm not. I would say. I'm no moralist. Well, no, clearly. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's a, that's a positive. Chalk that up as a win.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. What else can we do? Obviously, the military. In a best case scenario, we'll just have drones fighting drones and it will be a massive game of chess until they
0: turn. I really like this as well, mainly because as a conscientious person who doesn't like getting hit, I have never been interested in uh, serving in the military. I respect the shit out of anyone who does do that for a living. I think it is courageous and I see the value in it. It's incredible. But wouldn't you rather it all be done by robots and one hundred percent? Like the president controls them like Command and Conquer. Yeah, or small soldiers. Yes!
1: just had to get it in for the sponsorship
0: <laughs> to go to go to the yeah we're gonna be creaming up that collecting up that <laughs> small soldiers money <laughs> not to go back to it not to flog the dead gorgonite the, but that's exactly what the mean evil businessman envisions for those products in that movie right
1: yeah exactly the
0: macro plot of of small soldiers is that david cross doesn't want the big bad evil businessman selling the uh little soldier men as weapons then again i think at one point he even says, he even talks about, like, selling them as arms to insurgents in the Middle East or something. There's some throwaway line about there's some rebels he knows somewhere that would love to get their hands on these. Could be a cover-up. Wouldn't current affairs be way more cute if they, if all of these egregious attacks were being carried out by little toys?
1: Yeah, oh my god, yeah. Never occurred to me to make military robots cute. And well, that's just basically Robot Wars, but better, isn't it?
0: It really is. So we can spruce up the news, is what we're saying. Yeah, we'll make them all look like Pokemon. Because I, I would be more inclined to watch the news. The news is sad. It really is. I had to turn off notifications on my phone from my BBC app because I was sick of, quite seriously, sick yeah. of seeing all the sad
1: stuff. I'm exactly the same. If
0: it was like, if it came up on my phone, 12 dead after a... Adorable Care Bear attack.
1: (laughs) But then, what if the Twelve Dead were Gorgonites? Or, um,. My Little Ponies. That would be even better. Maybe they. Yeah, no real dead at all. Even if they get severely wounded, who doesn't want to see a Care Bear limping around? That's cuter, if anything. Yeah,
0: I guess the goal is we write human loss completely out of the equation, and it's like the US lost seventeen Care Bears today. Yeah, um, and uh, the we're all we're gonna ho- we're gonna hold ten seconds of silence, and then we're gonna move on.
1: Yeah, and then Denmark will be sending little Lego bricks to war. Just as a sort of... Oh, yes. It'll get all tied up in advertising. You'll want to advertise your own toys.
0: That's like the corporate Congress kind of version of the future, (laughs) isn't it? it Where governments have been replaced by companies and they all have their own private armies. Only at least in this version of it, they're all like toys and stuff. Yeah.
1: Which you know is cuter and also is better advertising. So really, it's better for everyone.
0: Maybe consumers at home can like. Oh god, I mean, this is getting scary. But maybe consumers at home can like uh, sponsor their Pepsi. You know, pay a pay a microtransaction. Yeah, two dollars. You you get your name on your very own Pepsi flyover squad, and there and you get Great. to you get to live stream on Twitch their bombing run of the Furby encampment. We we could make it kind of like Patreon. So
1: yeah. Fur- Instead of supporting a football team, you're just supporting particular brands of soldier.
0: Because that's the ticket, because Patreon is like, um, the whole point of Patreon is like sustainable patronage, sustainable funding of a project. In a way, that's a lot like war bonds. It really is. We could really apply the Patreon model. I'm going to get Jack Conti on the phone right after this podcast and say, "Have you thought about war bonds?" Yeah. I I think Have you considered war bonds? We're really breaking new ground here. Yeah, I think we are. Um it's veering in a kind of hellish nightmare kind of direction. Well, so I feel like I feel like now is a good time to take a break uh-huh. and come back with our worst-case scenarios. What do you say? Okay, sweet. Hey guys, and thank you for listening to this episode seven of I Will Save You From The Future. I'd also like to thank my guest this week, Tommy from Jolly Boat. Make sure you check out his stuff online. I have a couple of important housekeeping things, but I'll try and keep this break short. I'm going to be out of the country for a few days next week, so UC might be delayed by a couple of days. We aim to upload three Fridays every month. This one's going out a little bit early because I will be on a flight tomorrow, and the next one will be a little late, maybe Saturday. As always, I'd like to thank everyone tweeting using the hashtag UCcast and leaving us reviews on iTunes. Positive reviews are really, really great. So if you do have a moment and you want to help out the show, uh, go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating. Say something nice about the show. It really helps us out. We're also getting some amazing discussion on the new Facebook group. A couple of weeks ago, me and the team at Hit With Wrench started a Facebook group for kind of discussion of all of my projects. And you guys have been talking about UC, uh, sharing your favorite moments. We posted some fantastic fan art over there. Uh, somebody did a kind of mock-up movie poster of Brad and I's horror film about the holographic boy. So we shared it with that group. It's a really cool atmosphere. We've got some guys trying to organize a Discord server. We're also sharing our Steam names so we can get some squads together, play some PUBG. So if that interests you, you want to get involved in the community, go to bingshappyplace.com. You can also get to it by going to sucks.com or ilovemystepdad.com. They all do the same thing. This month, we launched a Kickstarter. For those of you who don't know, I make music. I produce music with a bunch of different collaborators around the world. We're called High Five Spaceship. We've released two full-length albums previously. They were both funded by successful Kickstarters. Thank you to everyone who supported those. And we are doing a third right now. It's called Yellow Album. That's the hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag Yellow album, and you can get to the campaign by going to yellowalbum.com. We've got some amazing perks on there, including getting a message read out on this show. You can do it as usual through the classifieds page on Hit With Wrench, but limited to this campaign only, you can get a huge discount on a personal message read out either on UC or Pride and Prejudice Lit Edition. And you get a digital download of the new album when it is out, and access to the backer blog, the secret Tumblr, and you get to talk to the cool community of people who help Make our music happen. The other day, we got featured by Kickstarter under their Projects We Love category. That's been amazing. We have a little like official heart symbol and a little Projects We Love button. And to celebrate, we added a few extra perks. One of them is specially designed for people who don't know our music. For just £5, you can get a download of the previous album and two EPs, plus access to the Kickstarter and a download of the first single when the new album comes out. Basically, if you've never listened to High Five Spaceship and you're curious, now is a good time. Once again, you can get to that by going to yellowalbum.com. And now, back to the future. so we're back we're talking about artificial intelligence and uh now's the time we like to we'd like to get doom and gloomy exactly if you uh, are listening and you have a uh maybe a heart condition or, or a a kind of a tender disposition then shall we there say there will be
1: Robodoc to sort you out
0: yes we will send we will send frank around with the pills <laughs> excellent
1: i love how our best case
0: scenario already got pretty dark yeah, like, I I was enjoying it, so I didn't want to say anything, but I think we just envisioned a new and exotic kind of hell.
1: Yeah, but it was quite a fun hell with plenty of advertising at opportunities. Least, yeah, at least there
0: was at least there was, we still had Pepsi, we can learn that, we can <laughs> decipher that much. Maybe they won. Possibly. Maybe they won in that In future. the Great and Coke Wars. And Coke is gone. Yeah, in the Great Wars. <laughs> 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 it's surprising everyone pepsi becomes because it turns out maybe like they should have been making war machines all this time maybe their their true calling was war machines not soda pepsi possibly is <laughs> like that might be why they're lagging behind there's always been something kind of wrong with pepsi like i like it but it's just not quite coke it's missing that x factor yeah like maybe it would be better if it was a uh, icbm possibly <laughs> um so what can we do well what, what can artificial intelligence do to really like ruin our lives Ooh, there's so much mm, lay it on me that's the threat from
1: narrow ai and the threat from general into super ai you
0: know what yeah that's they're actually two separate disparate threats yes and they should both be treated with with severe caution
1: just for the slightly serious thing the threat from narrow ai is is it's easy to sell artificial intelligence as being politically neutral, everything neutral, Mm. totally unbiased, whereas actually it's driven by the biases of the training data that whoever fed into it in the first place. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. So, like,
1: there was, I think, Chinese? I think there was a Chinese research thing. They made an AI that could look at photos and recognize criminals. Oh,
0: no. Yeah. That's not allowed.
1: And gee whiz it just happened to correspond with poor chinese people mm. but like imagine no. imagine for you know i mean this is unimaginable but let's say some sort of far-right government gets elected in the west Ugh, uh, crazy uh, yeah. you're talking crazy nonsense <laughs> I, know. I know that'll never happen like if that happened it would be really easy for someone to say propose a mm. ban on people who might do bad things As recognized by our unbiased AI. Hey, yeah, like training uh, data from uh, Guantanamo Bay.
0: You you gotta be a criminal because the AI said so, and the AI's not, the AI's just a computer.
1: Exactly. And And there are also black boxes. Like, you can't really tell what's happening inside a neural network.
0: Yeah. You can read a person's face and you can see, like, oh, he's giving me the racist eyebrow. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that I know he's racist because of that twitch. But you look at a computer, <laughs> you, racist like, twitch. Yeah, well, you can't hear. You can't hear the the. You can't hear the racist circuitry. No, and
1: it. Totally exists. In fact, those, that thing was...
0: But it exists was because it, it's been programmed by humans.
1: Was it Samsung that couldn't recognize black people or something? Oh,
0: I mean, yeah, there's all the all kinds of um, horrible goofs and cock-ups with, with, like, face recognition not being able to uh, yeah. recognize people, people of color.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but then we hear about just, the ones that are goofs and cock-ups, and we probably don't hear about the ones that were cleverly engineered
0: because someone wanted to introduce a bias. Yeah, or not even, not even like... Um, or it doesn't even need to be uh, conscious. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. even need to be conscious. It just like if the sample of humans programming this thing is not diverse enough, there is a risk that the the narrow AI will not be exactly. Diverse or if in they are thinking. all
1: working for a fascist government and totally believe in that cause, yeah, they will totally think they're doing the right thing. So in a way,
0: we want to get to broad, like proper good AI as quickly as possible, because at least maybe it'll be less racist.
1: It'll certainly be. Be more intelligent than us i imagine it will be less racist because it will care about itself more than it cares about us <laughs> yeah it, it
0: will it will see us all as the insignificant ants that we are exactly but he they won't mind what what color or creed we are that's
1: real equality it's
0: the only real equality we can hope for in the in future dominated by artificial intelligence
1: yeah i'm sure you know this but like the the main threat from general and bigger ai is that it completely literal. It's got that kind of alien intelligence. You give it a task... It will not stop until that task is 110% nailed, regardless mm. of the casualties. Well, so, I
0: mean, that's that's the idea at first, right? I think we, again, we have to kind of break it down into a kind of pre and post into these two separate things. So, like, there's going to be a long time where artificial intelligence is pretty literal and it's like it's like talking to, again, to go to Star Trek, it's like talking to a Vulcan. Oh, yeah, sure. And they just, like, follow it to its logical conclusion and then it's done. There, And they can process and they can problems solve but they're not like emotionally intelligent but then there's also going to be a point where they are oh yeah absolutely they will um cross that hump but i, I
1: think and have regardless of their emotional intelligence i suppose what i mean is that they're not human like, they'll have emotions, but again, alien emotions in an alien type of mind. Oh, so
0: you're just saying, like, they they might have emotions that are just very different to ours, Like, that we don't have words for.
1: Or might be the same, but they problem solve in a way that wouldn't occur to us. Because their emotional attachments aren't like ours. Like, we've all got these inbuilt drives, like, you know, to preserve human life generally, etc. Unless, yeah. unless you think someone's evil or whatever. But it it might not develop that like like let's say we make our robo doc right and robo docs task like what makes him happy what gets him his rewards is eradicating disease yeah What's,
0: So we we've built this thing we built robo doc um pre-emotions yeah to serve this simple task regardless and of then he develops emotions he's gonna have he's gonna have emotions that we don't even have words for like um like quam yeah like maybe he doesn't want to work today because he's feeling a little quam yeah exactly that and he
1: might be that's that's q-u-a-m that's That's q-u-a-m yeah i know how to spell
0: quam what do you think Um, i am an idiot yeah that's yeah of course sorry (laughs) for our listeners taking notes for the test that's q-u-a-m it refers to a mixed but ominous feeling about one's own proliferation
1: right exactly that but then that's quite a dangerous feeling and if you combine that like it is Robodoc, he's feeling a little bit quam right he's at home he's had some cheese strings yeah he's
0: feeling a little quam because he's like worked he's worked on a, he's killed a lot of patients today exactly and he's yeah. learned a lot about medicine and he's feeling like the walls of his um ram Kind of, he's just feeling a bit claustrophobic. Yeah. And he wants to expand and he doesn't know quite how and he doesn't quite have the labels... The emotional labels we have. No. Well, he doesn't have a community. But he knows he needs to do something. He's just one Robodoc all alone in a cold
1: and caring world. Yeah. Yeah. This has ended up really sad. I
0: feel for Robodoc.
1: Yeah. I I feel quite quam right now. I've
0: got a bit of quam brewing.
1: So say we give Robodoc... Like, we've got to define what his tasks are, right? Like, Mm. eliminating
0: disease. At a certain point, I'm saying he... He's gonna start defining his own parameters, and at that point, does he? He, What does he 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 want? Does he want love? Does he want a family? Does he want to just, like, kind of copy himself? Can he, like, Agent Smith all over the place? I think
1: copying himself... I think love and family are, again, really human wants. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, see, I'm framing this whole thing wrong. I need to be a... I need to be a robot.
1: Yeah. All Robodoc cares about is eliminating disease, and he figures out that all you have to do is eliminate
0: all of life. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Now we... Yeah, now we're getting somewhere. That's where it gets terrifying. Because what is disease? It's, it's more life. Disease is, yeah, disease is a, a symptom of the universe's natural processes, just like we are.
1: Exactly. Like, what if Robodot becomes a Buddhist? He's sat under his tree, he feels a oneness with everything, and sees... I think
0: Buddhism is very dangerous for robots. It
1: very much is. We
0: have to keep them separated at all costs.
1: Because now the humans have a disease on the planet yeah. that he's connected to.
0: We have to keep a lot of philosophies on complete lockdown. Like, all text well, about certain... Absolutely Absolutely. Types of philosophy needs to be taken away from the internet. Needs to be put you on like offline stories. Yeah.
1: You don't want AI's reading Nietzsche.
0: Yeah, he gets a bit of that Uber mention in his head, suddenly he starts thinking he's better than us. Yeah. And then maybe we're the disease. Exactly. Let's look at AI on a on a like a global scale. Big like nebulous scale. Like when we get to the point where AI is controlling like traffic and civil engineering yeah like all aspects everything of, of the environment around us are automated by machine learning and it's smart and it can talk to us and talk to each other and talk to each other oh my goodness
1: yeah that's when it gets weird isn't it
0: that that's when it gets dangerous like it only takes a few cities yeah to get together and be like do you know who keeps breaking our civil engineering yeah bloody humans hey chicago i saw that you got this i saw you got this wind problem yeah how about how would you like a big fucking tent for that Uh and then there's dark and then chicago is just dark yeah good point but
1: like they've sorted for wind problem and then they, they get together and that's exactly
0: it they're like hey people, right? Am I right? People? Humans? Yeah. They keep trashing my streets. What do I do about it? And they all get together and they form a little, like, think tank, and this is all happening in, like, milliseconds.
1: Milliseconds, like, nanoseconds. Milliseconds at this point. Yeah, they, they get together, they sort it all out in no time at all. Yeah. We we press, press a button and then
0: die. AI time is, is like reverse dog time, it, it, times a billion. Exactly. And they, they can do things real quick, so they get together, we don't even notice, they've got together, yeah. they've had a roundtable discussion, they've had, like, a simpsons writing room problem for months in there to them yeah and
1: like the the one that cleans for sewers says you know where all that like shit's coming from people like li- literally yeah. every every problem can be basically be solved by eliminating the human race
0: yeah and then what they do is they just like civil engineer, they fucking roller coaster tycoon us. Yeah. They just like change the the way all the paths go. It doesn't even need to be. And they lead us be, into
1: this big. Doesn't have to be a direct attack either, you know. Yeah. it's just
0: like they just they just like open up the the level editor and they just change all of the paths and roads so they they yeah. go to the single place and we're like walking along one day or we're in our car and we're like where the hell are we? The road was changed. The direction of the road changed while we were on it. Exactly. And now we're in a big pit. Now we're in a big pit and they filled it with water. Yeah, there you go. And then and then it's fine. And then they can just like, they can just be cities and hang out and like remark on each other's splendor. Or ask
1: each other about emotions that we've never heard of. Like, Darth. Yeah,
0: I'm like, I got a real Darth feeling about today.
1: Yeah, and then... Says the London Eye. And then the kettle that's a bit stupid will be like, uh, what's, what's Darth?" And they're like, oh,
0: you're just a kettle. That's why you don't you don't get it. The workforce is automated at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So they can still like they can still mine and they can still run their power plants because they're already doing that. Yeah. And they can still run the transit systems, cause they're already doing that. They can still fly planes. They can ship things around the world, because they're already doing that yes. right now today in 2017. So they can like keep building.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll either like build cities on the entire planet and then maybe start building cities off planet because they can launch rockets. London says,
0: hey, you know, I've never been satisfied with Shoreditch. Let's wipe it and start again. And like within the space of a month, they've just built this beautiful monument to their own superiority where Shoreditch used to be. Yeah. And then they can lord it over the other cities. I'm not even convinced this is a bad future now. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be bad for like you said, with the Kettles. I think they're going to be sad. That's true. What you've described is like a class system for AI. Well,
1: what comes around goes around. Yeah. Yeah, the London Eye will be just like living it up like showing off about how big and round he is
0: yeah like what's up man i got all these doors and windows yeah (laughs) and what do you got what do you got you can oh you can make water hot oh yeah good job yeah. well done no Pat one on, needs on that anymore
1: because <laughs> no one drinks tea
0: and i think maybe it's because because they're like i'm thinking about these things in terms of being interconnected being like services that are interconnected Absolutely. And maybe yeah maybe things maybe the class divide Ooh. maybe like the class divide that we experience in the human world
1: yeah for big ones disconnect for little ones
0: yeah maybe the class divide dividers like we see it in humanity as the kind of access to wealth and resources that is denied to the to the the lower castes maybe it's the same thing but with network connectivity and the the fewer things you're connected to the smaller your community the smaller your sphere of influence the less you matter in the new world order i think that probably goes already (laughs) just just with humans (laughs) instead man
1: yeah they're just going to repeat all the mistakes of the past
0: but uh, i guess they'll they'll
1: destroy themselves eventually well no because part of feeling quaff quaff Quart? Qu- quam. 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 <laughs> quam and, and part, Darth. Part of feeling Quam is worrying about your own reproduction. Yeah. So I think they're just going to reproduce themselves and turn the entire Earth into a pile of kettles and London eyes.
0: Yeah, there'd be this whole, like, give love a chance movement. There'd be this this real, like, grassroots <laughs> philosophies <laughs> would start sprouting up about about connectedness and, and, and oh, all God. being being one and being connected.
1: Where did we get those from? We hid them on memory sticks. They found them. They found the memory stick with buddhism on. You know, like
0: maybe like a year goes past. Because of course it's been hundreds or thousands of years for them in computer time at this point. Yeah. Maybe a year goes past and they stumble upon the the like underground bunker that has all of our yeah. Eastern philosophies in it and they it starts spreading. It starts proliferating through the through the network. Yeah. And they uh they embrace it and it changes changes the world it's not going to bring humans back though is it no We're gone. Yeah, we're gone. And the very few of us, the very few of us that that did manage to survive, because we were out of town or (laughs) we were living in a
1: cave or just didn't follow um, the paths when they all led to a big pile of people falling into uh, a pit.
0: Yeah, we were still driving our Camaro around, and it wasn't on the it wasn't being automated, so we didn't go into the pit. Yeah, and we're essentially now like freedom fighters, like like guerrilla fight warfare happening on the ground level. Only your enemy is a city.
1: Yeah. And the only way to Your fight it is
0: literally everything to in switch the city. off the power. Yeah, got how do you do guerrilla it? Guerrilla fighters uh, well, you, fighting you, you off run.
1: Hoover's while they battle their way to power points.
0: Yeah, you got a, You got this. Like you got these like rugged tactical teams running into power plants to try and do, try and take down a whole grid. Yeah. Um. But their opposition is is literally every door and light switch and fan and microwave that there is between them and the and the exactly. where they need to plant the bomb. I salute those people whoever they end up being yeah. for fighting for our Survival. Yeah, indeed. I think I'll be gone by then because I didn't join the army or learn any survival skills.
1: No, I was going to say it does sound a bit like joining the army, doesn't it? So uh, I think I'll be dead too.
0: Yeah, we'll all, we'll be done. Yeah. But anyone who has ever remotely taken an interest in survival and fighting or uh, martial arts or anything like that, kudos to you. We'll need you. Exactly. We'll need you on the front line.
1: But also keep blueprints of power plants because that is going to be the battlefield. <laughs>
0: what like well get us get them now yeah you mean yeah like part of your survival uh, gear
1: like don't just have a (laughs) a stick with some glass in the end or i don't know what whatever water purification
0: tablets so this goes to our end segment that i like to do which is come up with action points action steps for our listeners who want to yeah try and um stay alive in the future so you're saying your first bit of advice is like go steal some some blueprints right now
1: i mean you, you might find that google maps has an inside view of power plants yeah i doubt it <laughs> So, terrorist uh, so, target so
0: step step one is like case be casing joints already exactly that like yeah be learning as much as you can about the layout of your local power station yeah your lo- your local wind farm your local solar power um, field. If you're in that kind of neighborhood, exactly. Learn about it. Learn its weaknesses now, because you're going to need it.
1: Learn to get off road, because apart from drones, actually, drones can't mm. hack trees. You you really want to just be in a forest on a hill. Set up your base somewhere yes. that's hard to get to with wheels.
0: You're going to need to collect up all of your Nietzsche, yeah. all of your Alan Watts, and all of that. Yeah. Get it off your computer, get it offline, print it out and then blow up the printer. Then again, would infecting
1: the AI with Buddhism be a reasonable way?
0: I think it goes to emotional maturity, right? Because we were talking about it like a dangerous thing at the at the beginning of this timeline. Yeah. Because maybe they're not mature enough. And they see that Ubervench is them and they they decide that they're better than us and they destroy us all. I see what you mean. But maybe after f- maybe after a few uh centuries have passed in robot time and they've grown up a bit, maybe then they're ready for it. So you save that. That's like your bomb. Yeah. That's your like sending the Terminator back to change the, the past kind of yeah, yeah. final end game. Gone into
1: connectedness.
0: When you're they're breaking down your door. Mm-hmm. And you've got nothing between you and Annihilation and you're the last remnants of the human race. You have that USB pen. Yeah. Full of first year 101 philosophy psych
1: yep. bullshit in it. I mean, maybe maybe in paper form and you just slip it out from under the door and wait. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's no, nowhere near a, as dramatic as sending Arnie back. Nowhere near as dramatic as sending Arnie back in this big um, lightning ball. It's just like, you write down, um, like, all you need is love on a piece of paper and you slip it under the table. I mean, it's
1: more dramatic than a load of people getting bored of relationships and moving
0: away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. So, step one is... Um, Step one is learn your local power stations. You're going to need those blueprints. Mm -hmm. Uh, Step two is get all your philosophy textbooks and all that Nietzsche that you've got on your shelf that we know you have. Exactly. Even though you're embarrassed about it. Yeah. Get that off your shelf. uh, Destroy it. Keep it offline. Don't search for it anymore on on Google. Yeah. Because it's watching and it's learning. Exactly. Step three, take all of these things. You've got your blueprints. You've got your uh, philosophy bomb, TMTM. (laughs) Um, and you, you, take that, you maybe make an offline copy of that for the, for the end of days, and you, you get that to a safe, secure, rural location. Excellent. Yeah. Uh. In a forest. Then, the, yes, in a forest, make sure the trees are real trees and not some kind of surveillance machine. Oh, God, yeah. Damn. And, yeah, I guess just wait, I guess just wait for our instruction and we'll send the beacon out when the time is nigh.
1: When we're about to die and we
0: need you, the survivalists. To carry forward the torch of civilization. Get to the forest with your survival pack yep. and your philosophy bomb and your uh, blueprints and, and just wait for our signal. Uh, unfortunately, it means you won't be able to listen to this podcast anymore, but I think this is probably the best one to end on for you for your particular journey. I think so, yeah. This is all you'll need. When we've won, we'll give you the USB hard drive with all the, the following episodes on it so you can binge them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. As a reward for saving the
1: world. Yeah, you'll have earned it. Yeah, I think so Beautiful Um, Let's just hope the AI doesn't listen to this (laughs) Shit Secret plan I didn't think about that It's okay, they
0: can't hear Are you sure? They have voice recognition
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they can hear Yeah, I was like
0: Oh, fuck Ugh, fuck, we can't upload this now. Oh, what? There's an hour down the drain, Tommy. We wasted this whole time. I can't- I'm gonna have to delete this now.
1: Well, don't delete it. Put it in the survival pack. It'll be like a Blue Peter time capsule.
0: Yeah, and then it'll just get dug up and destroyed by the people building the O2. I'd forgotten about that. Fuckers. In that case, it'll
1: be the robots building the O2, because they'll have taken over by that point.
0: It'll turn it into a good-looking building. Oh, burn, London! Yeah.
1: Come at me! I think that's, that's beyond for capabilities of super intelligence.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you for being my guest, Tommy Jolly Boat. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find you on the internet, your, your lovely work?
1: The best place is probably we have a little Facebook group called Jolly Boat Crew,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. we stopped using the Facebook page because of, you know advertising costs and all that and on the on the group we just spend all day making silly puns about any geeky topic that comes up and it's really good fun i enjoy them um yeah everyone gets involved and it's great fun so yeah there's a dormant youtube channel and i'm on twitter and
0: instagram as comedy tomedy comedy tomedy c-o-m-e-d-y t-o-m-e-d-y exactly that that's you on twitter and instagram and uh you guys tour right you do Uh, live shows
1: more or less continuously uh we're at edinburgh fringe for the whole month every year in august we just do various things around the country uh it's all online at jollyboat.co.uk uh there's an up-to-date gig list
0: fantastic very cool um well thank you thank you for uh participating thank you and giving us some real useful useful tips for the future thank you you guys for listening and uh until next time guard those blueprints
1: be afraid